course you wouldn't answer. You're a fucking piece of shit, fucking asshole who only wants fucking dirty ass fucking pussy. So fuck you and your fucking bullshit fucking marriage. Fuck you. What was a Nicolas Cage one where you? Oh shit. That was um. Welcome back, folks. We had just came on. We got a little mini, mini episode for you today. We were just me and Loaf. Um, we were just talking about ghost shit. And you're talking about you brought up the movie White Noise, right? Right. And I thought it was because Michael Keaton lost his kid. Um, if I remember the plot correct. But I only saw oh. it once in the theater. Oh, uh, same, so same. Yeah, so I'm not too... But I remember liking it. I remember it's something to revisit. It was just the ending that didn't do it for me, but everything pretty much until that point was cool. What were you saying about... Um, Oh, sketch. yeah, like, what's that movie where um, he loses his son, but he has to, like, go into, like, some kind of, I don't know if it's, like, a dream world, or he has to go to hell to find him? Is he a truck driver? Uh, no, oh, I don't wait, remember. Is this an action movie? I believe so, uh, yeah. Drive Angry. Oh, wait, no, no, wait, is that Drive Angry, really? Yeah, uh, but he didn't lose his, it was actually his grandkid. It's his daughter that gets murdered, uh-huh. but she has a baby that they're trying to sacrifice to, like, some demon cult. Hmm. If that's what you're talking about with Teresa Palmer? Um... Well, he escapes hell in this cool car, and then you know somebody from hell is after him to to get him back there while he tries to save his kid, or his you know his his daughter's kid. Uh, no, I don't think it's that one. Uh, okay. Like I don't remember what it's called. I just remember like in order like he I don't know if he communicates with them like through dreams or. Oh, then that might be a different one. Ah, uh, damn it! I mean, I'm not sure which one you're. T- uh, yeah, same. Between worlds, something like that. Does that sound familiar? Something, something. Like that could, more recent, right? Within the last two years? Um, Around there, give or take, yeah. I think that's the one you're talking about. I think he's like a truck driver. I didn't see the film, but I remember seeing the um, trailer for it. Same, same. Yeah. That's why I can't really pinpoint like any plot or anything, just like based on the trailer. Oh, okay. I thought, okay, so you hadn't seen it. <laughs> you just wondering if I thought or something? Yeah, because... I don't know, just when you said, like, oh, like, his kid gets murdered and tries to go find him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, oh, white noise. Uh, do you ever do that? Like, try to listen, you know, that ghost hunter shit. Still, do, I know we used to do that back in the day when we were a little younger. Do <laughs> yeah. you ever still do that now? Uh, no, nah, it's been a while, man. Like, we, uh, do you think it's silly, or do you just kind of lost interest for it? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they have like super fancy equipment, better than we did, you know. Yeah. Fix but this. um, it's getting a little. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Like when you were younger, you see that, but do you, uh, uh, you know, like ghost hunting type shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of do you, do you, do? I mean, like, when's the last time you tried to like record something just to search for the afterlife? Uh, Is it more of a just a fun little hobby for you or something, or what? I, well, it was always just like an interest, you know, just like growing up, like into like the occult type stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think the last time was that one time we went to the cemetery. cemetery. The. Wait, was it the, what's the one that we did where we pretty much walked over to Forest Park? I think it was the same one. Was same that the day. same day? I think so. Yeah, because then we drove to the cemetery, and then we did the cemetery walk. Okay. So first we walked around the, like, oh, no, no, that's two different days. So once once we walked around the park, we walked around, like, pretty much, you know, whatever, looking at bridges and shit. And then the <laughs> other one, we went specifically to that cemetery this, and we did yeah, a walk yeah. around. The Sunnyside Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. it is very creepy, to be fair. Yeah. But is that us just giving it the creepiness just because it's, you know, nighttime and it's... And it's a cemetery. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think so. Like, you always kind of build that up, like, in your head. Like, if it's more... It's bigger in our head than anything else, right? Pretty much. Yeah. And just, like, you just kind of already, like, have your, like, mindset set to that, like, oh, shit. And it feeds you know? into this whatever superstitions you... Pretty much. Yeah. It's always 
And, and you know, like they say, the monster in your head is always scarier than the monster you see type of thing. There's some, I think there's some truth to that. Well, I mean, that's how, like, the movie Alien was based on, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. They don't show, or Jaws even, they don't show it too much. <laughs> you know, so it's, like, it's in your, or, yeah, exactly, Play Witch is another perfect example of that. That movie's genius in its marketing, right? It's oh, got to yeah. be the most successful indie of all time, right? Over, uh, it was just like a budget of like sixty thousand dollars, right? And made like it gross well, hundred sixty million, you know? Yeah, like, like that, in right? the millions. Yeah, that's got to be like uh, probably pound for pound, right? Like oh yeah, the most successful. I'm trying to think of another low budget that made so much, but maybe the room. No, but the room actually cost like five six million dollars. Oh yeah, because he just had that kind of money to spend. Right. Yeah, for whatever the mysterious Tommy Wiseau <laughs> has going on. <laughs> I still I'm never kidding. forget that thing you showed me. I think it was a DVD you had bought or a video you had bought, but the review for it said, this is amazing, and it was reviewed by Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> by, oh, by him. The Tommy Wiseau show, the season, there was like one or two seasons yeah, of it. Yeah, I, never, yeah. I completely forgot about it, but now I think I'm going to look it up and see if I could buy it if it's still on Amazon. I just remember the review on the back about, you know, when they, it was by him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Such a him thing to do, too. Such a Tommy Wiseau thing good. to do. He's good. Yeah, very funny. What you call it? Um... Um, yeah, I mean, the ghost stuff, I don't know, it's, I, I still, I just think the older you get, the more you don't give a fuck, right? Because it's not like there isn't still, like, weird shit. Like, if I was younger, we'd be like, oh, shit, look, let's go investigate that, right? Or, or the door just opened, like, yesterday, something like that happened, right, where the door kind of opened and closed in our house, uh, on its own. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's probably, probably the wind or something, right? You know, you could blame it on whatever, but let's say it is a ghost, it's, it's not that big a deal, I guess? Hmm. Does that make sense? But like you're just kind of like, like yeah. used to. Oh yeah, like, there, yeah, is yeah, one, yeah. there is one. Uh, if there's not, we'll fuck just it. Just don't forget to lock it before you. Right, 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 right. Don't bug yeah. me in the bathroom. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess it's one of those things that you just kind of forget about it. I don't know if it, you outgrow it, but you yeah, maybe a not growing thing, right? You know, you don't really give it that much, you know, like attention or let it impact you the same way, like oh, right. whatever. I'm sure I'd be scared if, you know, something did happen, but he, like, something happened and I'm still not scared, so. Uh-huh. Eh, maybe it's really not that big of a deal. I, I guess, to me, it's like, what's the worst they're going to be able to do? There's like, actually a couple, few, I forgot what, I think it was, like, a, what culture horror on YouTube, where mm-hmm. it did, like, top ten films where, that are very scary, but nobody dies. And most mm-hmm. of them were those, like, haunted house possession films. Where, yeah, yeah, it, it is, you know, they embellish whatever, but nobody really dies in the movie. Like, The Conjuring, no, the, I think the first two Conjuring, no one dies. They just, you know, their their house is haunted and, and et cetera. You know, someone, quote, unquote, gets possessed, allegedly, but nobody dies. Like, in the first one, that witch, she died. Well, oh, you mean, like, okay, yeah, yeah I get, I get what in the house. Poltergeist was the same thing, right? Nobody died in Poltergeist. The just one with a uh, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> Isn't that movie, like, legitimately cursed or whatever? I think it's supposed to be one of those. I don't know. I think that one and then um, The Omen is one that's cursed. So, supposedly. Now... You mark it on, like, um, bad shit happens to the cast, so they immediately associate, well, they did this oh, movie okay. before, you know, that kind of thing. But I think the Omen was, they had a, because, you know, there's a scene, that de- a famous decapitation scene? Mm-hmm. I think one of the crew members, one of the ca- actors, I think, uh, like, their son got decapitated in a very similar way. Mm. And so it was, like, something like that. Or, uh, and then... Culture guys, like a lot of people got sick. I think the daughter, the other, not the little daughter, the older daughter, I think her, she was murdered by her boyfriend or something like that. There's a lot of stuff where you can point to, like, look at this. I, I wonder if, like, that happens to, like, 
if it would have happened like in a Marvel movie or a Disney movie. Oh, I see. Uh, but no one's gonna say, oh, it's because they did fucking I don't know, um, uh, Freaky Friday. That movie's <laughs> cursed, you know. Even That's though funny. that cast, you know, a bunch of bad shit. It's almost like we're looking for something to point to, right? So you can just kind of like, oh, so you because want they, did, oh. they did a horror movie or a devil movie. Uh, they can go, or a cursed movie. They can go to right. something like that, you know. Uh, it's easy confirmation bias. Yeah, that's really what it is, right? That's what it seems yeah. like. Confirmation. And now that's us being cynical, right? Because there, mm-hmm. it is possible. I'll give it to you that it might be cursed, and you know, like, and we're not looking hard enough, you know, or the devil's in the details type thing, and we just we're trying to be oblivious to it. Right? Oh, right, right. It might be something like that. Like just denial, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be completely. I, I'm open to the possibility, but I'm also. I guess I just want to be both ways about it. Like, yeah, it, it, it is very possible it could be cursed, and I'm not one to just easily dismiss it with something scientific or whatever. But it, I'll also not be so quick to say, "Oh, everything's the devil," you know, like uh, fucking Adam Sandler's. <laughs> oh, okay, you know, like, uh, Waterboy. Right, right, right. Oh, I failed my test. I must be cursed. You know, like you know, something like that. Maybe you just didn't study enough, bro. You know. Oh, true, true. You know, that kind of thing. Do you remember that? Um... Was it an article or a YouTube movie? Like, it had a list of, like, you know, like, cursed movies? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, her- that old one, Sunset something or whatever? It was about, like, old Hollywood. I have it actually saved on my thingy, I think. I still do. I'll get the name of it. You don't remember the name of it, right? Oh, no, off the top of my head, no. But it's just, like, you know, really great cast and all. I think it's in my film stuff. Faust. Faust. No, not Faust. <laughs> Faust, that's Return to Babylon. <laughs> there you go. That's what it was. I saw it, though. Uh, same, same. And it wasn't, I mean... I mean why did they say it was cursed? Do you know the story behind it? I don't remember. Like, it said it in that article or that video that talked about it, but I don't remember why. But even in the comments, like, you know, people, like, talk about it, but... Uh, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, it's creepy old Hollywood looking. Old Hollywood is creepy to me in a cool way. Absolutely. And One I do of... like that. You know, I like that. Obviously, you know, you're going to go to is, like, Hollywood Land or, or the Black Dahlia, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like... Because it's it's a city. I think what it's different from like, like Chicago has a little bit of creepy vibes, but it's because it's built on that gangster shit, right? That Al Capone kind of you know Chicago or the fire also. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's where it's got its second city nickname, right? Right. Um, but uh, it's or or old New York is the same thing, right? Where it's you, it's cities built on violence and kind of like late because it wasn't like the seventies or eighties like. The what's Times Square? Wasn't it like just a shithole? Like, like the Wild West of like the, right? Like you know. it was basically like porn shops and porn and and hookers on every fucking corner. And I think at one point like the garbage men went on strike, so they they weren't even taking out the trash. The trash was just, just piling, piling up there. it, like stuff like that. But now you see Hollywood uh, Times Square, and it's like flashy, and it's all these conventional stores, and everything's right. bright. It looks like fucking Blade Runner in the future. Huh, and uh, to me, there's something cool about. Flat, something flashy built on decadence and violence and and uh, basically like shit, you know. And yeah. it's something creepy to me, like the ghost of. Oh, you're gonna pick it up? No, no, no. The ghost of the past. And so Hollywood's like that to me too, right? But, but more in an abstract sense, because it's like Hollywood is the dream, right? People move to Hollywood to become a famous movie star or a singer, something, or yeah. a musician. It's always something, right? A produce whatever it is. The, the dream is out here, right? The Hollywood dream. Pretty much. That's very, very David Lynchian, right? Like that's what kind of what Mulholland Drive is about. Like, oh, the okay. False dream. But what more than likely happens? Um, you're more likely stuck being a bartender or a waiter, or your your dreams don't come true. Or if you even get a foothold, you're more likely gonna become porn or selling your sex, or you know, it becomes that kind of fact. Only fans, right? huh? Oh, well, that's a little different. But <laughs> it's built on this 
whole bunch of like fucked up shit that happens with like Hollywood producers and uh, and music producers where it's basically built on mafia violence in its own corrupt way. You know, oh, that yeah. whole Hollywood dream is built on people like getting squeezed, quote unquote, to <laughs> do what they need to be doing. Or murders getting coupled up, or the the casting couch thing getting covered oh, up. Oh right? right! It's only re- it's crazy to me. It, it's how recent, quote unquote, people think it is because of the Harvey Weinstein thing and the Bill Cosby thing. But it's been going on since old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know that was like a, a trope that would be with like people that were uh, got roles and people that didn't get roles. It's mm-hmm. whether they slept with the producer or not. And so, I mean, it's been going on since Hollywood's existence and. People, you know, we think like, oh, you know, this is how it is now. And like, bro, oh, it's always been like that. It's just right. never been as public. And now it's kind of getting exposed and finally Definitely. getting some changes, right? Absolutely. But it's this whole, like, Hollywood dream based on something that's so corrupt. And so it's almost like a, like a shining a turd. That's <laughs> funny. Know? Damn, it's kind of like pretty that. good. <laughs> kind of like that. That's what <laughs> it gives the vibes to me. So that kind of thing, to me, always creeped me out because there's so many ghosts um, um, of you know whatever Christmas past quote unquote right oh okay so yeah, many, yeah like it's built on like skeletons ancient, in the closet yeah like, that kind the of city thing, skeletons yeah. in the closet it's yeah. it's so I don't know to me that's cool though because I love that history yeah you know definitely I mean? and that's kind of reminds me of um the Return to Babylon movie where they talked about like a lot of those like you know those stories where you know like they kind of came up and then like the sad decline of like whatever the you know stars experienced I suppose that's what Babylon's supposed to be right Hollywood's supposed to be the new Babylon mm. They, oh okay. That's what the that's return. That's what the is a reference to. Have you seen uh, Mulholland Drive, David Lynch one? Yes. So, uh, I um I saw an analysis on it, like a breakdown of how genius it is, because I guess the whole film really is about a secret casting couch and and selling quote unquote selling your soul to get famous, hmm. and or to get it, your foot in the door, and and I guess that's what some of the like the girl she falls in love with represents what she has to do to get into Hollywood ah, and if she's still willing gotcha. to do it or not. So she can only have success if she's willing to sell herself for sex. And if she's not, then she ends up poor like a nobody. And it's kind of like, that's what the movie really is about. It, Lynch does a good job of, like the people or the characters you see in the film aren't really a person or a character. They're actually, an, they represent an idea or an abstract okay. idea. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, like I noticed that with the, you know, my favorite one of his, Lost Highway, where, uh, Robert Blake's character, you mm-hmm. know, the fucking, some people think he's a devil, whatever. He really just represents uh, Bill Pullman's jealousy that kind of takes him out. I, I, I think that's what he represents. It's his jealousy, and that's why he ends up murdering his wife. He can't stand it. He finds a videotape. Oh, okay, and I, gotcha. And then I think the videotape he finds is probably like a porn that she did once with the other dude, right? right. And that kind of sets him over the edge and et cetera, right? Uh, and that's what, and that, it kind of, it makes you, if you look at it like that, it makes you think of that famous creepy ass scene where he's like, we've met before, haven't we, at your house, I'm there now. And, but if you look at it, if this is Arthur Igor is jealousy talking to him, it kind of puts different things in perspective. And then his ideal uh, way of what's really going on is when he pretends to be Balthazar Getty. That's kind of how he thinks of himself to be. You know, or that's the life he wants to, uh, when he's successful, he, he's got, he's still got his girl, but she wants, they're, they're having an affair with somebody. It, he's not the one right. getting cheated on, he's the one cheating on somebody, right. you know what I mean? It's kind of like that kind of thing. Just laying pipe all over town. Right, 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 right. So it's, it's kind of, yeah, that, what is that, Mr. Eddie says that, right? Oh, Mr. Eddie, oh yeah. Can you believe this kid? <laughs> yeah. Sure thing, Mr. Eddie. Sure, Mr. Homer. 
Yeah, but I like I like that about Lynch. He does a, a really good thing of he does that with a lot of Hollywood quote unquote movies or L.A. movies. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a. Uh, I I mean I I personally think he's, um, an abstract genius. I guess. Okay. You know yeah. he, he would be he would be like Salvador Dali, or Picasso if they if he was a if they were filmmakers. Oh okay. You know what I mean? Oh, they had Luis Buñuel that they hung out with back in the day. He was like you know like, uh, what was his style? Because they're all, like, you know, surrealists. Right, like, right. You know, That's what it is, right. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um, uh, like, um, uh, Jodorowsky's like that, I think. Oh, I uh-huh. His, the way he makes films, they're almost even hard to classify as actual films because the plot's kind of different. Like, all the movies, all the characters in his films really represent ideas. The plots for his films are really just almost philosophical ideas he's trying to express. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's really great. Alexander Jodorowsky, I, I, you know, I'm not, it's not like I came up with this. Well, Tommy really got me into his films, but they're fucking genius films. Right? Amazing. And I'm surprised I never saw them before he mentioned them to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one we saw last week was El Topo. Have El Topo? Uh-huh. Have you seen it? Uh, I think Dummy showed it to me like years ago. It's, it's, it's probably... Between that one and the Holy Mountain is my favorite ones of his, but mm-hmm. instantly like top five favorite movies I've ever seen of all time. It's just genius the way what he's trying to say with them and the way he says them, I mean, and the way he's using to express certain things. You know, I mean, there's like a hardcore rape scene, but he's using that to express <laughs> something else, and it's uh, it's very easy to dismiss if you if you're not willing to give it to try to understand it. Okay, and that's really all art is, right? Because it's easy to look at something that may seem pornographic. Right, like look at uh, like okay, let's um, remember in the Da Vinci Code when he talks about I think it was Pope Alexander, the uh, great castration, whichever Pope it was that castrated all of uh, Leonardo's like uh, or Michelangelo's um, uh, uh, statues. You know he he oh, uh-huh. and then they added fig leaves to them later because he was <laughs> he thought it was too offensive the the male penis right. So these guys weren't he, they weren't able to make statues or something because all you when you look at something marvelous or whatever you know something that took their I mean they take years to create right especially back then by hand and they're making the human form the male form and all you see is a dick like oh shit let me uh, I can't I can't you're not even gonna appreciate the art because all you see is sexual right. sexualizing something that's not meant to be pornographic or sexual. Uh, Sigmund Freud would have a field day right <laughs> right absolutely <he> would yeah <laughs> repression sexual repression and especially in religious. Um, I don't want to say cults, but uh, well, with religious people, or whatever is one of the biggest things. But if you go to it and all you see is um, all you see is sex, something that's not even meant to be that. That's, right, that's on you, man. Like sexualizing something that yeah. isn't, isn't even sexual. Yeah, and then you blame the artist for being a pervert when really it's really you, bro. That's that's in your head. You're making it something that it's not meant to be. <laughs> and I feel that way with Jodorowsky. Like a, he gets demonized a lot because of the kind of films he makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the symbolism he uses, and oh, you know, he's like some people think he's evil or, or an antichrist or, or a uh, you know whatever a pervert or whatever. <laughs> like no, nah, man, it's a deviant. You're looking into that shit. It's not. That's not. That's him, man. It's it's art. It's art, and he's really saying something meaningful and beautiful, and you just gotta try to understand it. You know, maybe that's part of it. Like he knows that, like. Like, he's obviously aware of it. He made mm-hmm. it. But maybe, like, his kick is, like, seeing how people react to it. Like, no, nah, you missed the whole point. But, like, maybe it's just kind of like a, like, I don't know, just like a, like a, I don't know, just like a little, I don't know, just little something that, that he enjoys. 
Oh, just like how people don't get it. Yeah, something, you know. Oh, I'd give him a little bit more credit than that. Maybe he, maybe when he was younger. No, but, I mean, like, yeah. to the way that people react to it. Like, obviously no, I get that, but, you know, like, I think that's something you do when you're young. Like, I'm going to say something outrageous because they're not going to get it. And then you say something, and then when it's something controversial, just to see them react. Oh, no, but, yeah, it's yeah. not just for shock value. Yeah. I, I mean, think he, he actually like, says something with... I don't think he cares if they get shocked or not. Right. In my opinion. I don't know. I don't, but from interviews I've heard with him... If he's like, if people don't get it, that's on them. Which I kind of respect a little bit more than someone like, yeah, this is going to fuck with people's heads. You know, that kind of mentality. Right, right. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> that kind of, that was cool if I was like in middle, you know, back in the, when I was younger, like, oh yeah, these guys just like to fuck with people's heads. Hell yeah, I like these guys. As opposed to like, yeah, I don't care if it, it, it maybe I thought, you know, whatever. Like, if they miss the point, you're like, oh. That's on them, man. I'm not, I, the way I feel now, like. If someone misses the point to whatever art it is, that's not, I'm not going to hold your hand through it. That's not you, then. Yeah, it's your fault. I mean, maybe in tw- 10 years when you grow up, maybe you'll get it, you know? <laughs> Other than that, like, who gives a fuck, you know? I don't, I don't, it's, hard, it's hard for me to sit down with someone to explain it when if they don't get something right away. I'd rather have a conversation with someone who gets it than explain to someone who doesn't get it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I guess that's where I'm at. Yeah, because then you're actually sharing ideas. You don't have to kind of... Okay, so I think this is why, because if, I, if I'm if i having a conversation with someone, if we see a film that's very controversial, but it's really good, and, and we both kind of get different things from it, we get it, I'd rather have a conversation with you about that, because now we're sharing ideas, rather than we both see something, and you're like, I, you didn't get it, well now I have to explain it to you, but I'm only explaining my version to you, so you're not even being able to share your version of it. You're basically heading, getting handed down my version of it. Gotcha. And now it's just like, well, now I can't exchange ideas with you because all I am is telling you what it's, what I think it is, you know, rather mm-hmm. than what you think it is and we're, we're trading. Like if you, like if I got it, then I could like share like, hey, this is like where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like a different perspective other than like, I don't know what's going on. Well, and then I have to, well, this is, and then I have to, like I said, hold your hand through it. I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hold your hand because then I'm not, I'm not having a real conversation about it. Right. Know? Hmm. I guess that's, my, that's all I have to say about that. Thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I saw uh, Justice League. Oh, how was it? No, not yet. Fucking amazing. Actually, I was with Christian last night. Uh, oh, okay. Like 11 at night, so I didn't get back till like 2 in the morning. Or whatever. shit. How long is it? Four hours. Fucking hell. Yeah. You, I mean, he actually breaks it into part six parts. So, I mean, it's one continuous long movie, but there's bookends to it, so you can... It'll be end of part one. Not he'll be. Um, it'll be like thirty minutes, and then it'll stop. Black scene, part two, and then it'll give the title sequences. Oh, so I if see. you wanted to, you could treat it as a show, and just stop after, stop after each part, and give yourself like, um, turn it into like uh, watch it over a week long if you wanted to, because he, he he ended up editing it so it it's bookended and you don't have to just like pause at random, you know if okay. you don't want to finish it all in one swoop. So it's really, it's. I mean, I know it's like a four-hour-long movie seems like a lot, but we binge-watch shows that are ten episodes each series oh, in one cool. day, right? I don't know if you do that, but... You know, I haven't in a while. Yeah, but, but people do that, right? So they're like, oh, I'm a binge. I binged the whole season in, you know, on Saturday because it was so good, right? Just treat it like that, yeah. How, people act like you don't sit down for the four hours of television. Yeah, we do that all the time. We literally do that. Right. You know, the new season of uh, Breaking Back comes out like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's finish it, and we do it all in the weekend, so... Just treat it for people thinking like it's too overwhelming to sit down through four hours of a movie. Like it's he literally puts parts two, three, four, and five in it. You can stop at any one of those and 
and the story can make sense and coincide. And, gotcha. And you treat it like a binge, you know. It's stark difference from the Josh Whedon one. Hmm. It's almost, I was talking to Christian about it yesterday, it's almost disrespectful. I feel like what he did to someone's work, of, like we were just talking about artists, right? You treat it as an art. So think of it like that. Think of something like uh, Picasso's, um, or, oh, okay, let's think of Starry Night, right? Uh, by Van Gogh, mm-hmm. and then someone coming in going like, ah, uh, I don't like this part, so let's cover this up here, and I don't really like this color, so let's make the moon uh. red instead of yellow. Okay, well, okay, let's do that. And then you you have Starry Night, but it's somebody else's version of what somebody else did. And then it's not nowhere nearly as good, but you don't know what the other part looks. Right. You just right. know what the part you were fed, and now it, and like, uh, okay, I don't see the big deal about it. It's like, whatever, okay. But then, and then, think of four years later you're finally getting to see like oh this is actually what started that's supposed to be guys and you're like holy shit that is beautiful that is amazing wait why did we get that the first time that's really what it feels huh. like honestly that's what that feels like to, the this experience feels like to me and as as we're watching because some of the scenes are the same there's so it, it feels like a brand new movie because oh, you see okay, the first one good. you won't even have to worry it feels nah, i mean i saw it but i wasn't impressed it, so. you know like shania twain it didn't impress me much either Would but you? if you shania twain it's a oh. it's a joke i always say that that don't impress oh, me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but so if you see the same scenes like almost back to back or if you remember the scenes you'll be like why did he cut any of this out this is amazing also i was reading a thing on uh on uh, a critic that i like grace radoff her name is and she was talking about oh you gotta go get it yeah i'll pause it Okay, so I read the um, from Grace Randolph the there was like she thinks there was like a lot of legit racism implications and sexism stuff because everybody that had an arc that got cut out from like character development was either a woman or a minority character was either black or Asian or a woman for which part for, for initial Justice League so oh okay if you see the difference and then like you kind of think like ah, that can be it but then like Ray Fisher the guy who played Cyborg he's a black dude. He legitimately like accused Josh Whedon and Jeff Jones, uh, who was the other producer, of legit racism. And oh, really? one of them did an investigation and firing Jeff Jones. So there was the validity to what they were saying. Uh, so it kind of makes you think of it like that. If you look at kind of look at it through that kind of lens, like oh shit, like maybe uh, this guy's kind of a piece of shit, or or he doesn't like minorities and etc. Right. Yeah, you know. But it's, I don't know. it's pretty. It puts different things into perspective. Of the film we saw now, you know, so I'm, I almost feel bad for the people. Like they put up with it. Uh, what should we call it? Like, um, um, are you? What? Do you have HBO Max? Or are you gonna end up watching it? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. Are you? Have you set aside time? Or are you gonna do it like thing in parts? I guess it's just one of those. It depends how. Well, I mean, like, if you said it's split up, like, in a way where it's almost like a show, I could yeah. probably do it in increments, and then kids have to go do something or something. Like, I can always go back to it, and I'm not like, fuck, where did I leave off? What just happened? Right, 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 right. Cause, like, <laughs> that's, like, the worst part about, like, you know, not watching a movie the whole way through. Like, you just kind of cut it off. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Did I see it or didn't I? Where did I get that whole thing yet? And, you know, but, I don't know, that, that sounds a lot better if it's, like, Split up into almost like a series, like a mini series, you know. And to be fair, for four, uh, for six parts, it, it went by very quick. For being a four-hour movie, it went by quickly. I, I did, you know, I didn't feel it. I only felt it because I was so sleepy. I didn't feel <laughs> so it because sleepy. the movie was dragging or or the pacing was off. I enjoyed everything, every moment I was watching of it. I, I, I started watching it already again with Gwen, 
Uh, but in parts, you know, uh, we did the first part right now before I came over here. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's great, man. It's uh, two thumbs up for me. I wish I had four hands so I could give it four thumbs up. You know, <laughs> oh, that good, huh? Yeah, that good. That good. Anything else you watch that's uh, that you recommend? That you- right now, um, started watching the Cecil Hotel one. Is that the, uh, the Lisa Lamb one? Oh, Lisa Lamb, yes. They did the first episode on her, right? Uh, yeah. Did they, did they do almost like a backstory debunking or anything like that on her? Uh, I haven't finished watching it. I know they um, talk about like she was actually like pretty mentally ill. Right. Yeah, she was on meds. Um, this I don't know if it was like she was bipolar or she was. So when um, something like that occurs, do you think that's a lot like explainable? Like, oh, this is why she was freaking out, or would you look at it as like her brain is, you know, like her brain is broken? So maybe it even gives her a way to see things that we wouldn't normally see. Maybe it opens up her open her third eye in a certain way where. She has reason to freak out because she's seeing things that we can't see because her brain is functioning now in a different way. Oh, gotcha. Uh, it's almost adding a scientific reason to what the paranormal, paranormal, right? Well, it's uh, more like, I mean, all they have is the footage and, you know, just like certain eyewitness accounts of just people. No, that, I, so, I, or what do you... I'm sorry. I don't mean, I mean, like in general, right? With someone with mental illness who's. Oh, okay. Out. Let's say someone who has like a legit like schizophrenia or. Um, or dementia or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're brain, basically someone who, by our standards, would cons- we consider that their brain broken. Would we use that as an excuse? Like, they're not really seeing ghosts. They're just freaking out because they have that. Or c- could we look at it like they're seeing ghosts because their brain works in a different way now and it's broken. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it's just like a cop-out that people have always had, especially when it comes to, like, mental illness. You know, um... Like, uh, it was like a premise, like in uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh-huh. Like, she wasn't really possessed, she just had problems, like right. mental illness, you know? Whereas, you know, the defense is like, no, it's like she actually was possessed, and, right. you know, right. all the medication, all the stuff they try to do only made it worse. But, um, it, it's cool that, it, that that was like the premise of that movie, you know? I did like that you film know? a lot, yeah. Tom Wilkinson is really good in it. Definitely. And, um, what's her face? Uh, Jennifer Carpenter. Right, Jennifer Carpenter, yeah. But yeah, I think it's that, you know, it's almost like really like you're the jury whenever you hear anything like that. You can either be like, oh, you know, she's just like sick in the head, you know, like these crazy people. It's just kind of like a cop out, uh-huh. you know, because you probably don't want to like or some people don't want to, you know, address it or think a little deeper that, hey, maybe there's something, there's something to, that, to that I can't see that they can, you know. Definitely. I think I'm on that and I'm a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B on that. <laughs> That's <you know>? funny. <laughs> And definitely a little bit about, like, I definitely think there's some people who are legitimately, like, it gives them a way to open up their third eye, third their eye perineal and gland, whatever. A whispering and eye. There's, yeah. And it doesn't help that they do have a mental illness, so they they don't even know which one's, you know, what's real, what's not. What's their imagination and what's something they've seen on the other side. True. You know that. what I mean? Yeah, and there's no way to know. And to be fair, though, we don't know that either, right? Um... You know, if we're really mentally ill and we have no idea of knowing, no one, no one is crazy doesn't know he's crazy. You know? Yeah, crazy people don't know they're crazy. Right, like, and that that applies to sane people as well, right? Yeah. Sane people don't know they're crazy because they don't think they are. True. <laughs> you know, and it's just like a denial. You just kind of feed it back to yourself, like yeah. There's, uh, oh, man, like, what do you like? How would you even like you know like experiment with that? Oh, like, oh, Jackie's here. Yay. 
what do you mean? What oh, shit. You experiment oh, I mean, like, if you wanted to, like, you know, take that, I don't know, leap of faith, so to speak. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you believe a certain thing, but, like, yeah. what if it isn't? You know, because people don't want to be proven wrong or that, you know, the whole time they believe something oh, e- that... Ego didn't... is one of the most dangerous things to a cause or belief, right? Right. Because they're not willing to accept that they might be wrong. Uh, I And I think that's where it starts, or it should start, right? Just being able to be flexible mm-hmm. with uh, ideas. That I think, I mean, Dogma said it best, right? People, beliefs are so... It's oh. better to have ideas because you right. can change an idea easily. People die for beliefs and people kill for beliefs. It's so much harder to change a belief structure. And it, it applies the same thing with someone who's just so adamant, like, no, I know I'm right. Or right. I, it, whether it be talking about paranormal, par, paranormal, paranormal activities or something political or something religious. Right. Yeah. It's it's just like, I don't know, maybe. You know, why, why can't, why is that so hard to be the answer for everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Or even a physical fitness, you know? Uh, that's constantly changing, right? And some people are like, well, I know it this way. But I only bring that up because Jackie's here in the room now and she can, this <laughs> and she can help on that because she's beefing with her uh, physical no, fitness boss. No, oh, no, we can't bring that up? Oh, no. okay. <laughs> no, but it's like, some, like whatever it is, whatever the subject is, uh, if, I, I think people, I mean, people should just have that more of approach of like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Right. Or, or an agnostic approach to things, right? The I don't know factor. You know? Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know what people... What is that Charlie response, right, babe? We were reading that joke, like... Uh, we were watching Always Sitting in Philadelphia, and Charlie's response to everything Frank was... Frank was so adamant about uh, being pure. What was it? Like, a quarantine shit, right? Yeah. Where the germs are going to get us. It's like, oh, yeah. He, Charlie's just so, like... Yeah. He's throwing, like, weird, like, cool. theories out there yeah. and stuff. And Charlie's yeah, like, wow, yeah. yeah. Go take care of that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you should go say, yeah, crazy. He's <laughs> like, wow, crazy. <laughs> But it's very like maybe maybe not who knows you know but I, I love that attitude I think I I can get along with someone like that who just it, they're uh, well it's really just being open minded right mm-hmm. just being more open minded your thoughts babe we'd like to hear your voice on you because you're I've uh, joined your show finally we've been trying to get you on for a while but um you you definitely you stood us up last time so I was tired sorry I mean no you were drinking no with your friends oh sorry guys. <laughs> Even we were expecting you the whole time, and you were out Sorry. with somebody else. With somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah. You still <laughs> about it? Sounds good. <laughs> I don't know if it sounds good. <laughs> I was just telling someone from work, I'm like, oh, is your wife ever on? Like. Yeah, she's on, and it's it's it, to be fair, it's entertaining. But we always just end up fighting on the thing, and I guess that's what makes it entertainment. It's like couples fighting on it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I used to love. Uh, they don't do it anymore, but Kevin Smith and his wife used to have one called Plus One Per Diem, mm-hmm. and there was a podcast where him and his girl would talk and just argue constantly, and it was so funny to me because it was so real. It's like real relationship type shit. Right. And whenever June from and uh, June Diane Rayfield from the Ten Minute, I mean from the How Did This Get Made podcast is on. Uh, she does that with her husband Paul Shear and Jason Manzukas. You know oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And but it's funny when they disagree on something because it's it's very much like I don't know what it is, but I love real married couples arguing because it's just it's so close to home. It's one of my favorite things. Um, like it's not just me, right, babe? No, I don't like that. Oh, we already <laughs> disagree. So here goes. Not in public. Well, I like it. Okay, well, I don't. What are you going to do? 
See, we're already just increasing. Uh, this is why I don't come for on. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, this is why you don't come on. Yeah. This is why I don't come on her. I'll feed her. Uh, wow. Do you want some wine? No, thank you. Are you not drinking today? Would you like some wine? I'm gonna drink some tea for right now. My you said your throat is sore. What do you yeah. think that that was brought on by? I don't know. Waking up early. You've been doing that forever, though. Yeah, but I don't have to scream and talk loud. Hey, man, you don't have a whistle yet? I need to get you a whistle for your coaching. No. Why would I? Let's promote uh, Jackie's uh, gym for everybody. Um, it's on Rose Grants and Orange. It's called the letter N, the letter R, the oh, letter G. He added me the other day. Fitness and RG Fitness, guys. <laughs> uh, Jackie works from 5 in the morning to 6 in the morning, and then from 9 at night to 10 at night. <laughs> so that's her schedule, guys. So anybody that wanted works out, either extremely early or extremely late. No in between. <laughs> Thanks for the promotion. You're welcome. I've been posting your. It's just I was telling Christian about it yesterday, but it's really just an inside joke for anybody that happens to follow me and Jackie, because whenever she posts a story, I'll post it as well, and it's like the it's. I make it seem like my her story is my story type of thing, you know? Like he's obsessed with her. No, not like obsessed. <laughs> and I do it for two reasons. One, it's a troll you. Yes, I'm trolling you a little bit. And it's kind of a joke for, like, both of us. And the second reason is, because, uh, you know, you don't really follow a lot of people. A lot of people don't follow you, so I'm trying to promote you. So I do it. I do it that way. See? That's I'm getting your name out there. Stupid. It's very sweet of you. Yes. And then I come on here, and then you trash talk me. Well, I mean, you deserve to be trash talked on Saturday. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure. Oh my god. Hey, guys, bottoms up! Our, our local bottoms up started opening back up. It's up. It's I up. went on a run earlier, and the fence was still up, but I saw the keg truck outside, and they were loading it up. So it looks like they're open. And the other one, that's just bizarre. I saw on Instagram the one up the street in Bellflower. That one's open. It was open on St. Patty's Day. That was their first day back. Oh then. no shit. Sure. Yeah. Oh. So things are starting to finally open up during the COVID times. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you guys? Uh. Are you guys, uh, have you gotten, gone, you have, right? you gone somewhere? Yeah. What, uh, how has that experience been like? Uh, it's still like, you know, social distancing and all that. Um, so, I know masks are still required to enter the buildings, but mm-hmm. you don't need them at tables, right? Uh, not when, uh, no, once you're at a table, like, drinking or eating or whatever, you're uh, fine. But uh, if you have to get up to, like, use the restroom or something, yeah, yeah you have to walk around. Okay, that's not too Pretty bad. common sense type you stuff. Could li- you could live with that. That's not common, right? I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah. How about yourself, baby? You haven't been um, no, anywhere? No but the stores, like Target, that's not different. Everyone still wears a mask. I think I meant more like uh, entertainment places. or no. Have you gone anywhere with the kids while I've been away or whatever? No. They don't really want to go anywhere either. I know. They like staying home. I went to a museum in, I think it was like last week or whatever, in Cincinnati. And it was really, really cool. Uh, but they were requiring a bunch of masks, every, in, even indoors, even with space. Like, there's nobody fucking there. But they still, the workers had, like, the full shield on. Oh, okay. And they still required that you to wear a mask while you're walking around and shit. So, I mean, everybody's, I think it's still kind of the same protocol. But things are open, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, before, it just you weren't able to go anywhere. But, yeah. you know, things were closed. So, at hmm. least things are opening back up, et cetera. That's cool. Um, what do you think by the end of this year or next year? Damn. Where things would be back to quote unquote normal? 
Mm. Or do you think it's not going to go back to normal? Do you think it's going to be like, that's just the way of life now, mask everywhere you go, type of shit? Probably for a while. Until, I don't know. I mean, it's like that in China and Japan, right? Like, people, if you're sick, you wear a mask no matter where, right? Oh, yeah. It's always been a thing, huh? But that, 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 I think they're not required, though, right? That's just people that are sick. They do that as a courtesy. Yeah. What do you think it'll be cleared up where you don't have to wear a mask at all anymore? So I guess the majority of people are either vaccinated or... No, I mean time frame-wise. Time frame? Mm. Would you give it another whole year? If it means less traffic again, then yes. <laughs> but um, maybe by the end of the year, like significant difference. Oh, end of the year? Possibly. You, Possibly. Or when do you hope and buy? Or do you not even care? I don't know. Like, Is there anywhere think, you miss? I, um, I guess going to movie theaters. Mm. What? I don't think you I'd be always fell asleep. What do you? How do you miss that? Experience? But it's the best sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I get so mad. Why do I even pay for your cup? Me and the kids are just watching the movie and we're like, oh, let me fall asleep again. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Where was your favorite place to go, besides the movies? Just the movies. You only like because um, the store is still open. You love shopping. Do I? I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to the beach a lot. Ew. Why do you like the beach? I, I like to get fresh air or as fresh as I can get. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I'd go. To, I like the park. I don't like the beach. Why do you like the mm-hmm. sand? Do you like the sand? Yeah, I like running in the sand. Huh. With that's my shoes off, though. Barefoot. That's weird. I hate the sand. It's coarse, and it gets everywhere. Oh, the nooks and crannies? Yeah. Darn this. That's a Star Wars joke for everybody. Um. How about you, Lil? What's the place you miss most? Um. Huh. Maybe traveling? I don't know, getting on a plane without what? having to like worry. You win you just don't do that. But I don't you have to quarantine? No. What? No. That's like the last I heard, that's why I never really bothered to check. No, I don't know. I try like once a week. No. You have to quarantine. Mm. The only the only one that you have to quarantine is I think Hawaii. I think that's like the only state you have to quarantine when you get there. Oh, that's probably why. Because I think that was like the last trip, just because that's when Meltzer was still out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you guys got to come over. I'm like, oh, for sure. We got to quarantine. Like two weeks. Like, damn, that's like a whole vacation right there. Just like okay. hanging out. Two up. weeks to just not to throw away. Bill Gates. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Is that you? I wish. Nah, I don't. Huh? Ew, being rich is weird. I don't know if I could I'd ever want to be rich. Our I didn't riches. say rich with what? I said rich in spirit. <laughs> rich well, in he said heart. Bill Gates. Yeah, said Bill like Gates so. Well, he has a heart. Mm, he sold it. His heart? <laughs> yeah, that's like that's so rich. Hmm. His heart. Hmm. Babe, you brought this podcast to a halt. Uh, what were you guys talking about before I got here? I don't know, but it's dead now. <laughs> and that's my fault? I don't know something about your vibe, your attitude, your persona. It's just darkness. You Good know what it's Lord. like? It's like um, the bad guy in Ferngully. The, <laughs> the shadow. What? The, the smoke guy that yeah. comes out of the, the 
tank the, or the, the, the trailer yeah, or whatever. Exactly. That's a, the tractor. You know, like just bring darkness to the rainforest. Uh, Why do you do that? I do that. Yeah. I don't think so. Do you do you like being evil incarnate? <laughs> what are you talking about? You sound like Bobby from Bobby Joe. Or That's Tina funny. Hill. What are you it's talking? <laughs> um, thanks for getting all dolled up for us. You look beautiful. <laughs> thanks. I know you're being sarcastic. I'm not. You yes, look you very are. sexy. I always tell you you look very sexy, and you get mad at me. Yeah. Why do you say that all the time? You like, I don't know. It's one of those things where you say it, you say it, but it doesn't really like. Then I feel like you're trying to be funny. What? No. Yeah. Like Mark Wahlberg. What? Like no. you're mocking me or something. I don't know. I don't think you realize like how good your body looks is something. No. You don't realize it? I'll take pictures and send them to you. Stop. Sometimes I'm watching I like watching you dress when you think I'm asleep. What? I'm okay. Thank you. It's very how sexy. How was your day, Stevie? <laughs> It started off very sexy because I was watching yeah, you yeah. dress while you thought I was asleep. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you were home all day, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so tell Holy us about shit. the job you're quitting. You should be Oh, my God. Stop. Technically, you shouldn't be working there now. I'm right? not. I'm not doing this. This episode won't come up for like a month from now. You should be I done with it. I don't care. I don't care about my personal business. <laughs> <laughs> Love you ask her. Uh, how's what? work? How's I'll work? Make up a story. Okay. Oh, I like stories. Yeah, make up a story. Tell us. You're not like shit. Shit. What is happening? I'm sorry. That was me telling my story. Say wow. <laughs> Are bonita fish big? Sorry to interrupt your story, babe. What's no, the guy's name? I don't have a story. You say no. You say you're gonna make up a story. Tell us story time with Jackie. Do we have a <laughs> Do we no. have a, a jingle for this? Uh, story I time. Story hurts. time with Jackie. No. <laughs> Those lowered expectations. Oh, that's what I was gonna tell you, dude. So I saw the first two or three episodes of Mad TV. Uh huh. So funny, man. Uh, it definitely. Oh, no, I saw it with Jackie, so you can comment. In, so you can comment on this, but it definitely <laughs> takes you back uh, to the nineties. Like, oh, okay. Really good. I think it's good. You don't think so, babe? You said it's racist? Yeah. Wait, which yeah, one? The funny racist. The racist. funny racism, right? No. Like which Nicole one? Sullivan's character is like the, Cha, you know what? Uh-uh. She, oh, like, yeah, says, yeah, She yeah. says some racist shit. It was pretty funny. Though. That was good. It was yeah. so good. Being racist remember. is funny. I mean, you could be funny and racist. The racist jokes are funny. She just didn't, didn't she say, like, we don't serve or we don't... Black people. Yes. Yeah. That was before the she started making fun of the Mexican with the accent. Yeah, <laughs> we speak English here in Long. Like, English. English yeah. Really? It was like what, like too much? Like it was too far? I was just like, oh, like I didn't see where the funny part was. Because like she was speaking English, but just with an accent. It was like, oh, no, we speak like English. The other here. one with the black person was like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Phil Lamar, right? Phil Lamar, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, you know what I did remember? They did the the Gump, uh, Gump Fiction. Oh, Gump Fiction, absolutely. But <laughs> I remember that skit, but what I don't remember that was, that was genius was uh-huh. 
when they go starring and they do the cast or whatever, they oh, cut yeah. to starring Phil Lamar and they cut to a scene from Pulp Fiction. Right, right, right. And I thought that was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in that movie. Like, right. Yeah, I completely, he, you know, he's Marv that gets his head blown. But I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Which was funny. The funniest part to me that they didn't put <clears throat> Phil Lamar in the sketch, though. They just put that scene from Pulp Fiction when they put starring Phil Lamar. So that, that was really funny, though. That, was, that oh, part was pretty cool. That was and then, like, what that was, you know, obviously, you know, Brian Callen, who was like, you know, whatever. I love Brian Callen. Uh, he was in the intros to the to the episodes, but he wasn't in any of the sketches on that first one at least. Oh, okay. that was a little weird. Like, oh, I thought I remember him being on the sketches, but I guess those came on the later episodes. Yeah. Oh, Orlando Bloom is really great. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's great. I was like, I forgot how great. For us, that hit. For me, it hit right at the time. I'll put it like this: Mad TV was my Y one hundred seven. Okay. Saturday Night Live was K Rock, and Mad TV was my Y one hundred seven. Oh yeah, that makes so sense. So I was getting I into that. them at the time. You know, sketch comedy, whatever. And that came out right as I was getting into sketch comedy or, you know, the skits shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was perfect for me. And and it was a legit debate sometimes at middle school, like, or uh, like, oh, what do you like? Are you a Saturday Live guy or a Mad TV guy? Like, Mad TV, bro, Mad TV. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> or can we both? You know? But yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. And I would love mm-hmm. it because Mad TV was on uh, at 11 and Saturday Night Live didn't come on to like 11.34 for whatever reason. So oh, you get right. to watch a whole like first half hour of Bad TV without even having to switch commercial to commercial between both shows, you know. Uh, it's good times being uh, uh, eleven at the time. Well, how nineteen ninety four it came out, right? Mad TV. Yeah, uh, I think ninety six. So yeah, ten eleven. Yeah, so that's a perfect age for for dumb fart jokes, dick <laughs> dick and fart jokes. You know? <laughs> but you used to watch it, right? Yes. And did it take you back a bit or no? Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, I know you didn't like some of the jokes, the racist stuff, right? But you were laughing at the other ones, right? Yeah, like I thought it was funny. I forgot how many cartoons there were. In oh, the Fly vs. Yeah. Fly? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Spy vs. Fly. Oh, uh, oh. Um, the, or the Budweiser, uh, the Frogs. Remember they were doing oh. a bunch of those? <laughs> huh? Commercials. I completely Watch forgot about those commercials. Though. Huh? <laughs> Susan. Uh. Yeah, good stuff. It's on HBO Max, though, man. Bad TV, yeah, the whole thing. The, like, 10 of the seasons of it. Did even the watch? ones they did the revival when they brought it back even those seasons are on there too revival yeah like five years ago they did a thing where they brought it back for like two or three seasons Ike Bernhardt was in it um a couple of people went with the original cast were back in it uh huh. yeah it was cool I don't know that yeah yeah I mean no one really heard it and I think it was on channel 5 not Fox oh I see when it came back but yeah hmm. Hmm. so I like those first ones do you watch the Steven Seagal one with Brian Callen and Blackface? I mean, I'll get to it eventually, I'm sure. But oh, okay. I, seen it. I mean, I'm running through them, so I'll get to it when I get to it. But yeah, <laughs> I love, again, uh, I like the Will Sasso ones. Those are the ones I remember, the Steven Seagal, Will Sasso ones. Because he has that, like, that wig, I mean, right? He's done a few of them, recurring characters. He was like one of his Kenny Rogers things where he's a recurring character. Will Sasso was. But... Oh, okay. I am Steven Seagal. <laughs> that's how he's Sounds like Alec Baldwin doing Donald Trump, kind of. Yeah, and I, and I can do. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same personality. Steven Seagal and Donald mm. Trump are essentially the same personalities. Mm. Fat egomaniacs that don't fucking realize how stupid they look, you know that kind of thing. You know. Gotcha. It's it's a big thing in the martial arts world, the MMA world, like how like ridiculous Steven Seagal is because he tells, he thinks he's like one of like an MMA fighter. He very famously. So there's a famous kick that Anderson Silva, the Spider Silva, mm-hmm. who you know knocked out Vito Belfort with like a front kick. Very famous fight, like it was like crazy, like oh shit, I can't believe he just did that, right? That kind of thing. Right? 
Uh, and then Steven Seagal was inter- he was there at the fight and he got interviewed and he was like, oh yeah, I taught him that. I taught him that kick. Take, really? Tries to take credit. That kind of Wait, thing. did he really? Or oh, fuck yeah, of course not. No, I don't Steven know, Seagal, man. I wasn't man. there. He's a fucking bozo. So, it, but yeah, that's like a, like a very famous thing where like he tries to take credit for showing other people things. Excuse me, that they do and even. Look, you do what you want to do in the movie world, whatever. You want to pretend to have a beef with John claude Van Damme, who's awesome, by the way. Uh, do your thing. But when you get to the, hey, man, stop. You know, just stop it. You're embarrassing yourself, you know, when you get to, like, the real fight. Right. Very funny. Just delusions of grandeur? Yeah. I mean, delusions. Dude. Is that, like, beyond delusional, though? Like, were they... He legit, like, called himself, like, a deity. It's just bad, bad. Oh, uh, Rob Schneider has a funny story about, like, uh, he said he was whatever, working in a trailer with Steven Seagal and he comes out of the trailer and he's like, uh, this is Rob Schneider talking a story and he's like, I just read the greatest script ever. And Rob Schneider's like, wow, really? You did? He's like, yes. And he's like, who wrote it? And he's like, me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, bro. <laughs> Those kind of stories, you know, they, <laughs> not cool. And then, um, oh, speaking of John claude Van Damme, did you... Me and Jackie ran into the show on accident on Amazon Prime last week. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Jean Claude Van Johnson? What's that? It's a show on Amazon Prime. Okay. Like eight episodes in. It's one of the most meta, funny. It's very cool because I had heard nothing about it, and we just kind of like started watching this. And as we're watching it, we're like, "Wait, what is this? What is happening?" It's very, very like. Um, how would you say, it, babe? He's not taking himself seriously. He's making fun of himself for sure, but. He's a, he's actually all the movies he was making were covers for spy missions because he's actually really a spy. You know what it kind of reminds me of now thinking about it? Is Spice World. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like where it's kind of like it's making fun of itself, but it's also like, like trying to pretend like to be real serious. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's not taking itself seriously. Like it. It's, it's a comedy for sure. Okay. But it's like. Meta, like, man, how do I explain it? Okay, the funniest part in, I think, the first episode was with, like, he dresses up at some factory, but he's, like, wearing a ridiculous beard, weird long hair. He's, like, just, he looks like a wizard. Just dumb makeup, but he's trying to, like, okay, I'm going to incorporate myself into this thing. Or just, like, I, wait, blend in accent? or something? Like they're, they're never going to find me. They would never find me. I can't do the French accent, whatever, but... Uh, so he's doing it like okay and then like someone immediately finds him right as yeah. soon as he says that to <laughs> his contact and then like oh it's only you Philippe okay and he's like what, the, what was that and, and the other uh, person on the other on his contact is like I don't know just go with it so then he starts walking and everyone's like hey Philippe so obviously he looks like this dude Philippe mm-hmm. so he's like okay fuck it so he's getting his information he needs he walks and then he runs into someone with their back turned is like hey it's me Philippe I need this and he turns around it's some guy that looks exactly like it's obviously him uh-huh. but it's some dude named Philippe <laughs> and then uh, and he's like that's the guy who's, and he's like Philippe is like first of all the accent that he does it's, it's like, like Kermit the Frog oh, what is going on it's like it sounds like that like what is going on here and yeah. well, anyways but he's like what is going on here and he's like like Philippe is like oh shit it does I mean Jacques is like oh shit it does look like he doesn't know what to do he's like Philippe, it's me. It's, I'm you from the future. <laughs> he started making up. And then he's like, if you're me from the future. And then he's, Philippe is like, starts talking about, like, you wouldn't be touching me because uh, because the probability of matter coexisting at the same time and space cannot happen. And he starts saying that. Like, uh, where did you learn that from the movie Time Cop, which is a Steve Jean-Claude Oh, okay, uh-huh. and then, <laughs> So then he's like, 
they argue about what movie is better, Time Cop or Looper. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Looper? It's essentially Yeah, it's like, but in Looper, because he says, like, to counter his argument about uh, space and time, I mean, matter existing in the same space and time, he says, mm-hmm. but in Looper, Bruce Willis and, and Joseph Cole Lever were touching each other all the time, and they, it was like, and then they start arguing, are you saying that Time Cop is, uh, 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 Looper is a better movie than Time Cop? And then they, <laughs> they're arguing about that, and he's just like, and then he's like, uh, John Connor immediately just stops the conversation and just starts choking him out like fuck this like I'm sorry for this Philippe but also you have excellent taste in films <laughs> <laughs> so it's just to give you an idea of that's the kind of like show it is you know yeah check it out check out the first episode if you don't like it you know call me in the morning but I think you'll like it uh, we only did two three episodes so far but we'll probably do a few more tomorrow uh, very funny man very funny Jean-Claude Van Johnson did you find it on Amazon Prime I was looking for it <clears throat> excuse me how old is this show? I think it came out like a few years ago. Pretty recent. I don't think it's an old show. Yeah, pretty recent. Isn't there like a... Like, I don't know if it's like a movie. It's like a documentary just about him and his life. Yeah, that's called JCVD. Oh, okay. That's actually a really, really good... Uh, oh, yeah. It's more of a mockumentary. Right, right. But it's it's actually... I heard he got nominated for some shit on that one. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. So I remember that one was pretty good. Who's your favorite, babe, out of... Uh, I think we were having this conversation before, but for the podcast, who's your favorite out of the action stars of the 80s and 90s, you know, that oh, time okay, when action stars was a thing? Um, I think Arnold was yeah. my favorite. Yeah, I think... And then Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay, so the main two, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Sylvester was hit or miss for me. Arnold was for sure my favorite, but I think JCVD, I, I watched more John claude Van Damme movies than Sylvester Stallone movies. I think my dad wanted to be John claude Van Damme. Uh, your dad dresses just like he was here the other he was here yesterday for Tommy's birthday and I was like oh Tommy's birthday oh yeah yeah, yeah." Uh, I was like this dude is like a European Mm -hmm. fashionista he always your dad always (laughs) says your dad dresses like he's European and he's not by the way (laughs) but not like a whatever I'm not gonna say yeah yeah. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because his daughter looks like a European fashion model that's cute you don't want to say it, but you, oh, yeah. you thought it. I like these lights. Where'd you guys get these? Sorry, I'm looking at the Discord. Uh, I got them on Wish. Oh. This is very clever. I want, can we put something like this in our room? Mm, yes, but red lights. So it's more romantic. <laughs> like uh, Fifty Shades? Yes. What's it, the red room? Or what is mm-hmm. it? Because so much sex happens in our bedroom. <laughs> my face <laughs> that was a good one babe thanks babe are you drunk is that tea in there is that tea with whiskey tokyo tea <laughs> oh a toddy like, like a hot toddy irish tea um you find it you see yeah yeah i'll take it out man. i think you'll like i'll give it, it a peep for sure I, I think you'll like it um uh, what are you watching then um i think i asked you but you didn't get a chance to answer uh, I started watching the um, the Cecil Hotel. Mm-hmm. Cecil Hotel one. We started on that, yeah. I think it's only like one or two episodes left, but. Is how many are there on there? I think like four or five. I have to check. Richard Ramirez is one of the episodes on there, right? Oh, I did see that one. I forgot. I did see that one. It's funny because just a couple of months ago, I went through the Richard Ramirez book. I saw the thing on Netflix they did on him. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. I was just kind of trying to compare the stories, but like obviously there's more detail in the book. But 
it's cool just to see like the visual just like seeing him and like you know just like the courtroom hearings and whatnot that um that uh season of american horror story was based on the cecil hotel right oh yeah like becky was actually like telling me about it because mm-hmm. i saw the first season maybe like one episode of the second one but then i stopped oh for american horror story i think it's good i like it mm. you didn't get into it uh to be fair i think the first season is the slowest one though okay maybe that's it what? I, like, I did too I, I, did, I did too but um the haunted house one but i think it is the slowest ones or at least the ones you um I think, really I think they got more interesting asylum? as you go because each season is a different uh, theme. Right. Like, yeah. they're they're not, like, like consecutive or linear. It's, like, each one is its own storyline. It's essentially an anthology, but they are yeah. connected. Oh, okay. They are linearly connected. Hmm. Like, I was watching a video on YouTube where they connect all of the... Because a lot of them are relatives from different seasons, even though played by the same characters or actresses, etc. Hmm. But they... they I like it. I, I think you'll like the, the Roto one. A lot of people didn't like that one, but I like that one. Because it talks about Croatia, not Croatia, Krakatoa, Krakatoa, Krotoa, something like that. But you're familiar with it, right? Very Mm -hmm. famous uh, colony that disappeared. Right. It mentions that, and I think it, it, I think the cause of it in this storyline or in this timeline. Oh, really? Is uh, like a theory? Witch witch covens or alien? Oh, okay. So it, that was one of the things. It becomes cool. It's something to be able to get into if you give it a chance. I mean, it's all on Netflix anyway. No one gives a fuck. So. And then there's a cool little theory that the, each season represents a different level of hell in the Dante's Agua. Uh, ah, sense. Yeah, so one represents lust, pride, anger, wrath, etc. Oh, okay. You know, stuff like that. Like, I'll check out the hotel one because um, Becky was telling me that there's this episode where they have, like, serial killers. Yeah, uh, I think Richard Ramirez is in that one. Oh, okay. And, and Zodiac. Lady Gaga is, uh, yeah, Zodiac. And Lady Gaga is the, uh, um, not the, like the main star in that season, right? Would you say the main one? Yeah, she's like the countess vampire chick. But huh. I always like Lady Gaga. She's pretty cool. Vampire. I definitely do think she's a little full of herself, but not enough where it's annoying. She's still okay in my book. She hasn't even crossed that line yet? Yeah. That's okay, hmm. though. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Like, again, maybe it was just that first season that just kind of didn't do it for me. Did you see that they solved one of his um, letters, the Zodiac Killer, recently? Uh, How recent? Like a month ago. Oh, shit, no. Yeah, I'll send it to you if I get a chance. But And I was reading how they did it. Um, I get some mathematician figured it out. But one of the patterns they didn't realize is they were they were doing it by cross and sideways to try to figure okay. it out. And then they realized that they, they once they added, they put sideways or diagonally into the algorithm that they tried to figure out, then the code was able to be broken. I always wondered about that. And it was just That's another one of the letters about him like claiming, you know, whatever. The Do you remember which one? Uh, no. I mean, I'll send you the video, but oh, okay. i got to re- rehash it. It's oh, not okay. even that long. It's like five minutes, and it just shows you what it says and how they broke it down and how they figured it out type of thing. It's oh. very interesting, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give it a go. Yeah. I was just watching that movie, like, the other day. Zodiac? Mm-hmm. Just, just for kicks. Like, I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah. Damn, it's still good. It is very good. I, I, I definitely like the way Fincher, um, how would you say, uh, he was able to portray to each one who was a suspect how they if it was them that kind of thing mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty cool it's pretty interesting I, t- I told you I sent the video when, when I was at that the location where they killed the first oh yeah and you sent me all those pictures I was like damn mm-hmm. I wish you could be there so where the filming location took place is different than where the actual place took place right. yeah because uh, the actual thing took place on this like 
almost like a barnyard road type of thing. It, you can tell why they switched it up because the film location actually looks very beautiful. It's right over like this lake looking thing. Oh, uh, like Barry, yes. Like that one time, like we did the road trip, we passed by it. Like we drove like right next to it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you were like asleep or something. Or oh. it just. Um, well, what, yeah, and it's, you know, it's whatever, it's in the pictures. And very beautiful looking right over, like, the trees, the way it looks over the little pond. And you can see, like, okay, the, I make sense why they chose this location. Because the actual location, which is maybe, like, five minutes walking. Not, it's very close to it, but it's, like, this little road. It looks like cattle drive through there, you know? Like, <laughs> it's funny. just nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing impressive about it. So you can tell, like, oh, okay, well, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see why they Hollywooded it up. Oh, okay. He always got a But there's definitely it. a bunch of Zodiac signs around there. And obviously, it's probably the other people, but I wonder if one of definitely. them was the original one. Yeah, yeah you never know. Done, yeah, so it's pretty cool. I mean, that's just assuming it was Arthur Lee Allen, but just because mm-hmm. he was a prime suspect. Because yeah. it's based on Robert Graysmith's book, and that's how he wrote it, where he knew it was him, but mm-hmm. it was never, you know, Come, never got verified. Proven, yeah. Yeah. Um, where did they capture you? The Golden State Killer, right? They caught like a year ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph D'Angelo. It was like an ex-cop too, right? Yeah. But he got let go because he was doing some funky shit. Hmm. That's... The serial killer thing to me... It's very... um, Like, I get it. Like, I get like how they're thinking or whatever. You know, I listen to a lot of crime junkies, right? Oh. So, it's funny to me that, like, kind of put yourself in their shoes. Like, I, I get how you can get to this conclusion... But to me, what I don't understand is big picture. Like, how do you not see the bigger picture where this is fucking up every, everything, everyone's lives? Or, like, it, that part doesn't make sense to me. Which part? Under, you mean? I don't understand how a killer can think like, oh, yeah, no shit. I'll just murder her here or murder him here because he's causing me this from here. But doesn't think about the big picture to cover it up in this sense or it's going to cause more problems down the line. Like, Because mm-hmm. it's almost like immediate rea- right? You know how they say, like, most... Um, uh, killings are caused in, in the heat of a moment and the passion. crimes of passion crimes of passion I think mm-hmm. most are mo- most killings are reactionary they're not necessarily pre-planned in the sense where right you know that kind of thing but to me I don't get like, like I, I, it's never a big picture thing where you're like no 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 dude you gotta look at all the angles and it's gonna be worse down the line if you do this and this and that I, I, normal people think that right like no of course I'm not gonna go uh, stab him in the neck for insulting you know like Right. Yeah, right. it's going to cause bigger problems. What is that in their head where they're like, they only respond immediately to responses? Mm. Immediate actions co- or or the cause and effect there were, no, he did this to me now, so I had to respond to this, that, without thinking of consequences, future consequences, you know? It's a chemical reaction. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything is, right? Mm. I mean, it depends on, like, who you're talking to or talking about. But, like, sometimes it's, like, trial and error. Like, Something will happen, like, like I went through the BTK book, um, and, like, the first, like, the first, like, girl that he strangled, mm-hmm. he's, like, he realized, like, damn, this is harder than I thought, like, he said, like, fuck, like, like, to actually, like, you know, choke him where you break the whatever, to actually, like, constrict the airway to, you know, where they can't actually breathe anymore, mm-hmm. and that's when they die, he said, like, man, it's hard, you know, so he said, like, I after that happened. Hard. I really just don't think he knows what he's doing. No, initially he didn't. Yeah. So he said he started working out his arms and his, like, he's, forearms. He's choking people the wrong way, that's why, yeah. Because <laughs> it was really trial and error. And that's, like, because it, it goes, like, through that from, like, one murder to the other. 
and how he planned and you know how he was like thinking so it, it really gives insight to you know just like how they get you know from that point a to point it's B always escalation then, right right and then uh, essentially you know they're trying to like chase that rush like with drugs you know like trying to chase that the hit dragon. you know yeah and you know like like it only lasts as long as you know that the act is happening because once they're dead they lose it and they're good for like a while but then they have to get it again mm -hmm. so then it's like you know with other things they have to like you know take it up a notch and that's why there's like always escalations and sooner or later like you said you know they end up fucking something up or they overlook something and somewhere down the line that's how they get caught mm. Pretty interesting. Just the psychology behind it. Mm. Would you ever... Um, Kill somebody? No, I wasn't going to ask that, but okay. Yeah, you, I think you could. Yeah. If someone's threatening you or the children, you don't think you could? Mm -hmm. First of all, you can't kill me. That was actually kind of adorable. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, if I'm threatening the children, you're going to kill me. That's how yeah. I took it. Yeah, let's see. Lil Chicken is like, someone's threatening me, you're going to defend me. No, you're going to kill me. He's okay. <laughs> so it's not adorable to see them. Good lord. You, you, you know why? Because you see the best in her, but really, I see the reality. <laughs> Good lord. It's the reality. I know you. <laughs> well, let's not say anything incriminating. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's no, there's no rush to it. I don't think there's a rush to it. Can I, I don't know. For them, it is. Yeah, I don't know why they equate it to like, sexual perversion. Everything is like, I equate every fault of that's what I, that's why it's more dudes that are mass murderers or mass uh, uh, killers or serial killers. Mainly dudes, I think it's because of sexual repression. Absolutely, I think that's one hundred percent, not one hundred percent, but most of the time, it's one of the biggest like components. To you're absolutely right. It, it causes so much, um, just guys that can't handle their shit, uh, getting turning it into the negative and coming out in negative ways. Um, that's why you don't see, two, um, I mean, I can name like three women serial killers on the top of my head, and that's mm. and I have to be reaching for some of them because some of them didn't commit more than Lizzie Borden's one of them. I don't even think she did. No, she's not know? a serial killer. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and not only is she not a serial killer, I don't even think she killed her her mom and dad. Oh, yeah. in my opinion, quote unquote, after all the evidence I've heard, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's how quote unquote as far as famous female killer goes, it's not you know what was that girl uh, Elizabeth uh, that Bathory? Turkish Bathory? yeah. But, yeah. She's Hungarian. like the only one, I think. You know uh, that. I mean, and, and that didn't even have, yeah, her. And I don't even that, that had nothing to do sexual wise either. That was just like abusive. But I think most of the time the women are doing it because of it's it's a, a different motive, right? Mm -hmm. It's not sexual. It's not like the sexual. It's I mean, I literally just said that, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not like their sexual gratification, yeah, no, like yeah, necessarily, so. like it is for guys. Yeah. I, I think for like 99% of the guys, sometimes it's sexual. Like how many, like even if you go younger, right? Like um, like the Columbine where the kids are the mass shooters, right? Oh, the right. kids shooting up schools. How much of that is, is uh, sexual repression as opposed to like, uh, or them getting the bullied thing, right? Where they, mm. it's depression that they turn outwards instead of internal infliction. They turn it outwards to inflict the pain. You know, because you can, as a teenager, you're going to feel teenage angst where you feel suicidal or you feel like you want to end it all because everything's the end of the world when you're a kid, when you're a teenager. Right. But instead of turning that into yourself, you turn it into, it's their fault that my life sucks. And then you, mm. that's how they become things. That's one that's not really sexual repression, right? No. Because as a teenager, everybody's sexually repressed, right? Uh, that's one way to put it. Yeah, I agree. 
You, what about you, babe? Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Were you sexually repressed as a teenager? No. Oh, you got some, huh? Is that what's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there goes my thing. Thanks. Braggot, braggadocious Jackie over here. Mm-hmm. Bragging about it. Uh, what did we got? So for the the kiddies, oh man, I wonder what makes them turn it to. It's their fault, not not my fault, type of thing, huh? Um, I mean, to be fair, it kind of is, right? Because it's like a lot of these kids are getting bullied. They just finally like nutting nutting up, sacking up. Like fuck you guys, you know. They weren't thing. really bullied though. Oh, the Columbine specifically. I don't mean them specifically. But oh, okay. I'm talking about like generally. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm talking about school shootings in general. Yeah. Hmm. Like what drives them to that point? Right. They're like, you know, they, I mean, give or take, you know, generally speaking, they experience the same thing that, you know, we all do. Mm-hmm. Like what takes them to that, like that far over the edge to actually like do something. Yeah. Or, or like you were saying, you know, like why they, you know, choose to like, you know, blame on everybody else as opposed to like, you know, I think directing it in more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm, I don't know. Bad parenting. I mean, I guess everything goes back to bad parenting. Huh. You got to blame it on something? It's like, right. eh, it's okay. Uh, I mean, usually it is, right? If the parents taught him how to internalize something, it wouldn't be that way, right? But they got beat enough, then yes. That's, That's why I internalize everything. People go to beating all the time, but a lot of it's neglect. You know, be- beating is mm. the easy one, right? Abuse of parents, but a lot of it's just simple neglect. You know, and not showing them the right way. Maybe. Like your that, thoughts, babe, oh, as a parent. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts as a parent, because you're. Kind of, I'm trying to force you to get involved in things, and you're not. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just kind of guessing. I'm winging it. Oh no, no, I didn't mean like what are your parent. I'm asking you like what do you <laughs> think for the kids that are. God damn it, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, look. I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's actually pretty funny because I didn't see that one coming either. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh-huh. No, I'm not a parent, so it's not apparent to me what to say at this moment. <laughs> no, ask Jackie. I'm gonna interview her. Is what I meant. Ask me. Okay. My kids never shot up anyone. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People were mean to me. I never thought about killing anyone. Well, I did. If someone didn't open the, if someone didn't say thank you for me when I opened the door for them. I wanted to rip their fucking eyeballs out. That's because you're a man and you were sexually abused. I sexually abused? Is that what you asked? Repressed. <laughs> that too. How am I sexually abused and repressed at the same time? It's, like, it's a Chinese riddle. <laughs> That's funny. It's like prison sex. The kind of sex you want, you're not getting. Yeah. The kind of sex you're you getting, you don't, don't want. want. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, That's from a, I don't know okay. if like a man of aggressive, you know. Yeah. I have more testosterone, that's which breeds aggression, so maybe there's science to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe if I had less Red Bulls or less coffee, mm-hmm. I should be drinking more tea than coffee. No, I think that's just biology. Yeah. It's possible. I'm not gonna be like, oh, why does it have to be about gender? Yeah, sometimes it is about gender, biology wise, right? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that nurture, like a mother is more of a nurturer and the, and the man is more of a hunter, right? Or hunter-gatherer thing. Yeah, there's something to that. There's definitely more aggression that the man breeds in the woman. Uh, overall, there's not, definitely met some women that are way more aggressive than I am. Or vice versa, right, you know. And I'm definitely more nurturing than a lot of guys. 
You don't think so? Huh? You don't think so? Nurturing in what sense? Uh, I nurture my children. Huh? I nurture them. (laughs) I feed them. I speak with them words of wisdom. Uh Um, Let it be. When we were young, <laughs> when they were babies, I would change their diapers and bathe them. Just nurturing. Yeah, what would you describe nurturing as? I love them. I'm loving. What's your description of nurturing? Should I Google it? Yeah, you gotta be like affectionate. I'm affectionate. Yeah. yeah. You don't think I'm affectionate? You're just um, looking. Well, no, because there's a. I don't know, maybe because the kid, like, because like, Gwen, well, I don't expect her to sit down next to you and, like, lay her head on you. Ew. Like See? There you go. You're not nursing. Yes, I am nursing. But Gwen, mean, Gwen hug when, when, when I leave on and my waitress. And me and Tommy sit together and we, like. Ew. Yeah, Fucking see? gross, dude. Why are you doing that? See? You can be affectionate without being incestual. How is that? Oh, my God. How is that incestual? Well, you guys are just. Too lovey dovey for me, bro. But I mean, I can be affectionate without having to be touchy. How are you affectionate? Um, words of nature, nurture. <laughs> I'm very affectionate with my compliments. What do we? What compliments? When when Tom and Gwen are doing stuff, and um, they're when they're mm-hmm. they're both very creative kids. I'm very complimentary towards their stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm affectionate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like supporting them, yeah. Supporting well, them I like just to... supporting them, but like I genuinely like I, this is really good, dude. Like, you know, whatever. I'm complimentary to them. <laughs> I'm complimentary <laughs> to their stuff they they draw and they make and create. Yeah, that's not nurturing. What is your definition of nurturing? Why are you boxing me into this thing where I'm not nurturing at all? Um, you're just not. I don't think you're as like. I don't know. You're. I don't want to say you're mean. Uh-huh. But you're definitely not, like... I just said right now, if the kids sit next to me, and you're like, ew. That doesn't mean I, I'm not nurturing. It's just not your kind of nurturing. What do you mean I'm not kind? Just not your kind, you know what I mean? I guess so. You're right. So, what are your thoughts? Do you think I'm nurturing or not? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, like, I know you mentioned before how, you know, like, you try to be, like, more, you know, affectionate and stuff as opposed to the way, like, our dads were. Like, Absolutely. The way, we were way growing way up. different. Stark difference. So, that's kind of, like, I get it. Like, I agree. Just because, you know, there's, like, it's just, like, levels. a huge... There's levels to it. And there's huge, a like, big gap between how I treat our children to how me and Loaf are treated as children. Huge gap. I guess it's not good enough. I guess it's not good enough for fucking nurture mcnurture over here <laughs> jesus how dare you how dare you they're your babies why wouldn't you want to hug them i why do hug them ew? i do hug them but they're not fucking sitting on my lap wow ew that's gross <laughs> nobody's saying no one's that coming up to the couch and me putting their head on me like, what why the not ill what do you see? mean why not no do you agree with me on the ill part Head on your what? Fucking, like, if Tom or Gwen were to come up to me on the couch and like lay their heads down on me, or just like this, like okay, just kind of. That's oh, no, just right? like yes. 
tell me that ill. Well, I mean, I don't know. It would be sweet. Like, come on. Like, ill to both of you now. <laughs> but you say just like to like on his like on his shoulder, like just yeah. to like watching a movie. Like, ill, get off me, dude. What are you doing? Oh yeah. Hell no. That's reserved for my woman. That's it. Oh. <laughs> But I am very nurturing. Because I carried them for nine months. Oh my god. She's gonna throw that out of my face. Oh my god. <laughs> I carried them all my life in my balls. How's that? Hmm? No, that's not true. And, uh, what's the sperm life cycle? Like 72 hours or something? Oh, like Everything to be out in the. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, so, one hour, so one day? Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours? A couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, look pretty. She's taking a picture of you. Let me put my mask on then. You mean your, um, it's gonna come is it blue. green? Yeah, this is an Ace Ventura or a Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Nope. Did you hear they're making Ace Ventura Part 3? Straight Are they Amazon. really? Straight to Amazon, yeah. Script's in development already. Oh, uh, Jim Carrey? Yep, Jim Carrey. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Not like, what was it, Ace Ventura? Like the, the kid one where it's like a yeah, son Yeah, son of Ace Ventura, yeah. Like, oh. They did a son of the mask. And oh, the, Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, yeah, that was not good, man. <clears throat> uh, what else? That'd be pretty cool. Um, We're getting ready to wrap it up, so what else? What else? Um, What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie, babe? I don't know, but I saw that Kid 90, um, the documentary, with what's her face? Soleil Moon Fry. Oh, Soleil Moon Fry from yeah. Punky Bruiser? Oh. She has a documentary? Yeah, um, I guess she like was recorded a bunch of like home videos of her like growing up and stuff with her friends and then she interviewed people that were like popular in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like David Arquette. Oh cool. Mm. That's what we should bring up by the way. Oh, Once you're done, go ahead. Oh no, so me and Gwen were just watching it and we were talking about how it looked like a really fun time to kind of be Gwen knows her from Sabrina, right? Yeah. The, that it looked fun, like yeah, they did have fun, but they were also like super depressed. Like she had. You're talking about child stars. Yeah. Okay. And like, she had like. Or just '90s kids. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's why so, I was yeah. like, oh, that's how you made it sound like. Obviously, you're talking about child stars, right? Mm-hmm. But the kids from that movie, kids were in there too. Mm, Rosario. She said she was friends. With yeah, close of Yeah, close of any Rosario. The skater ones. Oh, the non-famous ones. Yeah. He was a roach in uh, Friday After Next. Or Next Friday, I'm sorry. Is that right? The skater dude, like, that, he was Telly. You're right. Or You're Casper. Right. Casper. Yeah, no, no. I forgot, was it Telly no, or they Casper? used to call him Casper, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Him. He's that was funny. him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's funny. Tom yeah. has a big heart on for uh, Harmony Kareem. So we have to watch, oh, all okay. have to watch all his movies every now and then. He directed a Sonic Youth video. I didn't know he directed that video. That's nice. It was like Macaulay Culkin's in it. I'll send you the thing. That's funny. Which one call it? So that I was gonna tell you uh, on Hulu, uh, the David Arquette. This is David Arquette, or I am David Arquette, whatever. There's oh, a David Arquette yeah. documentary. Hmm. It was excellent. We saw it on a fluke. Uh, we were just we had just finished having sex, and we were just like, "What should we watch?" And we put on the documentary, and it was. I mean, I got teary eyed from it. Did you yourself as well? Mm-hmm. I, I it was way better than I thought it was gonna be, but it's about him being a wrestler again, like becoming a wrestler. Was he a wrestler? Yeah, yeah. He did that movie Ready to Rumble. Oh shit! <laughs> but at the time, um, I was really interested, so I remember. But then they ended up making him like the heavyweight champion. It, the, you know how storylines go, whatever. 
And are you bored? What's going on here? Oh, uh, dang. She was actually still. I would have been able to get one. Oh. Fine, you tell the, the, about the documentary. No. Go ahead. No, you tell a story. So I can be like this. This is you. While you're, while you're, while, while I'm talking, this is you. Go ahead. Tell, tell them about the documentary. No, you tell them. Go ahead, Dougie. You were talking about Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Stay still. You moved. Go ahead, babe. Tell the story. You're the one with the story. Nope, I'm playing the game now. What's that one with Nick Swarzen where he's like trying to be like a star? Uh, Bucky Larson. Yeah, Bucky Larson. Point to be a star. But Jesse was telling a story. Go ahead, check it. I was not telling a story. Tell him about the documentary. I don't remember it. I wasn't interrupting. You weren't. You're not into me speaking either because I was trying to say something and you looked completely bored. I'm sorry. Can you finish your story? No, I won't. You're fine. So, um, yeah, so they made the storylines on WCW where he becomes a heavyweight champion or whatever. Okay. But everybody who's like a real wrestling fan was like super offended that they let this Hollywood jackass come in and, but how do I put it? You know how those like, uh, like Trump supporters are super diehard or even like the extreme leftists are super hardcore, like politically. Huh, ride or die. Yeah, exactly. Like. Anything that, that their party does, they have to stick behind it no matter what. Wrestlers are worse <laughs> than that, like, as far as diehard fans go. You know, they know it's fake, but it's scripted, and they and you st- they still suffer, of course. Um, so they thought it was disrespectful for this Hollywood jackass to come in and become the, quote-unquote, WCW, WCW champion. So David Arquette always gets a lot of shit for that. Like, how dare you? You're not a real champion for, from wrestling fans. Okay. So this was his journey to become a real wrestler. Like, actually take it seriously. He wants to get back in the game and treat it like a real real sport and be earn the respect of the wrestling fans, basically. And it's kind of his journey along the way to doing that. It's very heartfelt It's because it's very sad and it's very real. But, uh, you know, it gets into some a lot of stuff that's dealing with his personal life and, and some of it drug addiction. And during the time... Um, that documentary being filmed, Luke Perry, who's who was a friend of his, died, and they show oh. that part going on. And uh, and I forgot that yeah, they were like they they were best friends in the in the Buffy movie. I guess that's where they met. That's but, funny. Yeah, in the, Christy Swanson. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. With Donald <laughs> Sutherland, that's where they ended up meeting, and they just kind of stuck stayed friends ever since then. Uh, really, it, so it's it's very very good, very heartfelt film, and and he really does suffer for his art type of thing. Hmm. And you can see that in the film. I highly recommend it, though. I think That's it's this is David Arquette, if I remember. But David just type in David Arquette in Hulu and on Hulu? the documentary will pop up. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Highly this. recommend. Yeah, that's it. Go ahead, Jackie. Your turn. Any movies? Anything. Say anything. I like that movie. Oh, the Billie Holiday one I haven't seen yet, but I want to watch it. There's a documentary. Yeah. 
I saw the one on Robert Johnson. They had one on Netflix on Robert Johnson. It was pretty cool. They talked about the oh. crossroads and him selling a soul and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I, yeah, I gotta check out the Billie Holiday one. I don't know. I love her. Oh, no, no. I should say, go ahead. Say, say it again. And we're like, oh, the Billie Holiday one. I gotta check out that documentary. Say that again. Just repeat it. Pretend. Like that exactly? It. So yeah. I can edit it to make it sound. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to watch the Billy Holiday documentary. Oh, I love him. Oh, that's funny. It's from Clueless. <laughs> yeah, everybody. It's like, it's like, yeah, or whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. That guy was so... How did she not know? Got it. Yep, that's it. You cannot kill David Arquette. That's the name of it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, 2020. Out. Yeah, it just came out. Oh, shit. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette, Courtney Cole. Okay. But yeah, basically, yeah, everybody knows that. Very nice. Hey, Stardust, is that a David Bowie one? Stardust? Oh, oh, nice. No, dude, Stardust is the name of a wrestler. Oh, isn't that, that like super like flamboyant one? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jenna Malone comes out in this. Mark Maron comes out in this. Yeah. Well, no, uh, I'm sorry. Goldust is the one you were thinking of, and Stardust is, is technically his son. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But it's it's good. Yeah. It and they're the kids of, uh, of the arch enemy of... Uh, is it Randy? Not Randy Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair. Who was Ric Flair's enemy? That was the normal dude. Uh, anyway, oh, I forgot. He was like old school wrestler as well. But his kids ended up being Goldust and Stardust. Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something. Oh, like mm-hmm. wrestling is so. But oh, I remember really? I legit was into it where I knew all the storylines. It was a big thing. I mean, everybody was, right? Because we grew... Well, not everybody was, but I grew up in the Attitude Era. So when I'm 13, in the Attitude Era, it was the greatest thing of all time. Like, you know, obviously The Rock, Stone Cold. Uh, uh, Rakishi came from there. Oh, yeah. Scott Tuhati. Everybody, right? But the, the, the storylines they were writing... Tony Blotch, I think, was one of the writers. The, the storylines they were writing were so ridiculous, but they're so funny. Shane McMahon even was awesome in it. Uh, Stephanie McMahon was the best. She was the hottest chick there with Triple H, you know. Stop. It was just great. It was great. It was great stories, great fun. It was soap operas for, you know, for dudes, I guess. I don't know any better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know why you brought such a darkness to our podcast, babe, but it became such a bummer. Oh, there it is. It's not a darkness. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm not feeling well. This deep forced me. You're looking well. You forced me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> Did we get that on tape? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a cone head right now. Oh, yeah. That's a sexy head. one. What was her name? Connie? Was it Connie? I think so. Con- yeah. She was like in a Chris Farley's. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, I saw the movie on a plane. It was on a plane, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, it is not as funny as I remember, but it was still. It still had his moments. It was very funny. I mean, the moments. Is, but there was a lot of people in it. What's up? No, no, no. It was just. I've been trying to get one, at least one like usable picture, but Jackie's like bouncing off the walls over here. Doesn't sound like it, but she is. Serious. You're so active, babe. You are known for your enthusiasm. I know. Can you hear it? <laughs> Why do you mock me? Why do you mock me? What is that from? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. They did it. Which one? Mock me. 
Actually, it was from Avengers Endgame. <clears throat> I think they did that now. Or Infinity War, one of those two. When they capture Thor, and he's like, are you mocking me? Chris Pratt says it. Oh, because, oh. He changes his voice. Oh, I gotcha. Hmm. Are you watching WandaVision? Not yet. I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's. You said you saw the last episode and you cried, right? Yes. I saw it by myself. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. But yes, I did see it. Me and Gwen watched the show, and Jackie would watch it whenever she felt like it. I know you guys didn't even ask me. And then you want to say me and Thomas have our own little thing. Whatever. What are you talking about? Because you say me and Thomas have our own little clique, but it's really you and Gwen. And you guys exclude me. You don't think that you and Thomas are a little... I have a little click. You guys exclude me. Well, acknowledge that you and Gwen exclude me. Well, fine. I mean... Okay, thank you. Can we just say, like, it's the typical, stereotypical mama's boy and daddy's girl type thing? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You'd rather say the words click? Yeah. Okay. So... So you guys do things together, Mm -hmm. you exclude me and Thomas. I don't... You, first of all, the things we do together, you have no interest in. Oh, you're assuming that we don't. You have no you interest in comic. Ask. It's all comic book shit. You, have, you guys have. You and Tommy are snobs and don't care about comic movies. What? When? Oh yeah, that's ever. right. Cause he, yeah, he doesn't. Huh? He doesn't give a fuck. Maybe Thomas. And you don't either. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, I probably just said it's not true, but. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big if, bro. Cause you really don't. And Gwen's I mean, I wouldn't go watch a four-hour movie at eleven o'clock at night. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and Gwen's recently gotten into specifically DC more than anything, so it's kind of oh cool. really? Yeah, so it's really cool. That's that's our thing, and it, and it's not like it was a random thing. It's not like oh, you have to read this, Gwen, or you have to get, you watch that. It was just more like. Her getting into, I think it was Young Justice specifically, and then that kind of led us like, you like this one? And like, yeah. I start, and she started reading about it on her own, and then I'm like, dude, there's like comics are right here. She's like, I know, I don't want to read. She hates reading. Like, <laughs> so she just like Googles or watches videos and stuff to catch her up to date. I'm like, no, Gwen, it's right here. Literally, they don't take forever to read. They have a giant library of comics that are, and, uh, but it's cool anyway, so we're getting into like uh, watching shows together. We always watch shows together, but now she's getting into specifically comic book stuff, so really exciting for me to at least have one kid that wants to do stuff with me comic book stuff mm-hmm. related wise you know and I was kind of I was jokingly I was throwing it in in Jackie's face because uh, Tom like cuts her I mean Gwen cuts her like she shaves her head on the side right uh-huh. and it's just so funny like now and, and Tom's letting his hair grow so, oh, is he really? Yeah, so he, he doesn't go to the barbershop with me anymore but I was like now Gwen's gonna start going to the barbershop with me <laughs> and not Tom and I was like, um, Jackie's jealous because she doesn't get to go do her hair done or her nails done with Gwen. Now I get her. That's why I So, yeah. Then you're going to shave your More head, too? excluding. Yeah, that's Thanks. right. She's my child. They obviously love you more than me. It's obvious, too. No. It's very obvious, too. You're the affectionate one. You're the... No, what is Nurturing. It? Nurturing Yes, one. I am very nurturing. Thank you very much. Oh, you're kinder than me. Very much, so, yeah. only speak to them with kindness. <laughs> you sound like something from like Lord of the Rings or something. You are, um, okay. Like, honestly, the sarcasm that's coming off your body is mm-hmm. 
too much. Like, you gotta tone it down. Cause <laughs> so, and number two, F you. Because like, I'm not this mean Just monster. Like that, I'm not this mean monster that you play me out to, you're portraying me out to be. <laughs> I have both sides. I can be mean, yes, at times. And the disciplinarian. And I do go off a little too hard. And yeah, that's what you're getting at, yes. But I do have a nurturing side to myself as well. Thank you very much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How dare you? Yes, you did. How dare you? Okay. I'm sorry, Luffy. You have to witness that. No, that was funny. It's funny. He's, he should be used to it. Luffy should be used to our... Awkwardness, yes. That's not you, you, you make it awkward. I make it awkward? Yes, You're literally you the most awkward person here. What are you talking about? No. You, this whole night. look is awkward. You, ah, how rude. You said that I look nice and you do sexy, look sexy earlier. Yeah. Now so you're going back? You're sexy awkward. Now you're going back. Hmm. Before I said that, you didn't have that cone head on your head. Hmm. Thank you very much. I'm cold. It's literally, because I'm sweating. What are you talking about? It's freezing in here. Why Dude, do you think this I look is like so, this? so upsetting. When we're in the room, I'm trying to have the fans on because I'm sweating, and she's like, "I'm freezing," and then I'm like, "What the fuck?" And yes, I, I have to turn everything off, and I wake up in these fucking night sweats, <laughs> <sighs> so hot I don't want the blanket on me. And she's over there, like wrapped in like a little burrito, and this is like, like right now. Yeah, this is the temperature she thinks is cold. <laughs> I'm not crazy. even kidding. Exactly, it's not me; it's her. No, I just mean like it's not even it's not even spring yet. Wait, is it spring yet? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I'm going to keep up with the news. April, it starts in April. And he has a fan on. Bro, tell me she's the one that's tripping. Oh, yeah, like, even if it's cold, don't you have the fan on? Even if you, like, bundle up, do you still have the fan on? Is that, like, yeah, a thing? Yeah, I Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But she thinks this is cold. She's tripping, right? I mean, if you drank a little bit, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, like, legit warm, right? It's not hot, right? I wouldn't say hot, but, you know, like, it's comfortable. Like, but it's not cold. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's cold. Yeah. I think we're good. Did but you want Jack, the heater? But Jack is fucking insane, right? Uh, no, I would temperature wise. No, to be fair, we are extreme opposites on temperature wise. Even like when we take showers together, like I, I, I like it kind of cold. Not be cold, but like warm. And she thinks it's freezing. Um, okay, like uh, where do you have like the thing? I don't know, like barely. I'll, I'll be fair. To a normal <laughs> There's like person, the cold, the like, hot. I'll be fair. I would, to a normal person, they'd think it's cold. Oh, it's freezing. No, but it's it's fine. I'll say it's fine, and then but she has a blasting heat, <laughs> and I'm like I can't even stand in this. I have to like I'm like tiptoeing in the like, back uh, of the, the back, like, uh, tiptoeing uh, to the back of the tub, <laughs> so it won't reach me. Or by the time it reaches me, it's cooled off. You know, that kind of, <laughs> and I, can't, I can't even like it's so it's like extreme. Even our temperatures are so opposites. That's how extreme we are. Like she runs hot and you run cold, that kind of thing. Oh, vice versa. My body temperature rises hotter. And hers is lower. So oh, that's why you need the... Oh, gotcha. So That's it, how you equilibriumize. Yeah. yeah, but not on purpose. Like, it's so crazy to me that <laughs> we're so opposites on everything, including our body temperatures. Like, what the fuck is that about? It's so crazy to me. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, it makes me freeze at night. I can't handle it. <sighs> My God. You make me sweat. <laughs> I wake up sweating because you're all over me. You know, we hug, whatever, when we're cuddling. <laughs> When we're cuddling, I legit am like, I like my free hand. You know, you have a free, you have one hand underneath. You're cuddling. My other free hand, when I'm not like groping her boobs, I'm like wiping the sweat from my brow. It's so like. Ugh. Do you have like a little like like sweat rag? Because I, I love you. 
<laughs> Stop complaining. No, I get to complain. Because <laughs> you ridiculously make me turn off the fan. <laughs> 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 Horrible. And then when I am cold, and I... <laughs> when it's legit cold and I need, like, blankets, whatever, every, without fucking fail, dude, I wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night freezing and she has it all over herself like she'll take <laughs> bro true. tell me that i've even taken pictures because she doesn't believe me i've legitimately taken pictures <laughs> where like she's legit wrapped up in the whole blanket to herself and not sharing with me i'm like what the fuck man and then the other because we have this like one blanket because then he gets really hot and I'm like, oh my god, this is so unfair. And it's like the <laughs> coldest blanket. And then um, <laughs> there was very recently, um, I don't know what was going on, but I couldn't sleep. You were very, you were snoring very loudly, and um, you woke yourself up. I did. And then I woke and uh, came on like multiple times throughout the night. And at one point, I woke up and and I apologized, but but I did was just frustrated because I was like, what the fuck, babe. And then, and then you're like, huh, huh? Are you talking to me? That type of shit. You woke me up from your snoring, baby. I woke myself up from my snoring. I do plug your nose sometimes. And you're like, oh, and you do that shit. And it'll, I'll do it'll, that to you. And he, I don't snore that bad. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to sleep like on the edge of the bed. Because that's where I prefer to sleep. But she constantly gets up to use the restroom. So I wouldn't want to, like, burden her type of stuff. Hmm. So I let her sleep on the... Oh, let her... I mean, she, she'll sleep on the thing because it's more convenient for her. Because I only get up, like, once when I have to... Actually, I have to get up. But it's so annoying because there's, like, a foot... Like, a, some kind of, like... <laughs> like, what do you call it? Like, a chest oh, thing know. at the bed. <laughs> so, the so, the bed. so you're kind of, like, dazed because you're just waking up and I have to roll over. And sometimes there's things on there that I don't see, like... Including weights, and I so I step oh, over. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I legit like get out of bed, fought like tripping over myself. Like it's so upsetting. It wakes me up. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm up now, but it's so fucking like what the what the fuck is all this bullshit? I have to, I feel like I have to run an obstacle course just to get off the bed, just so I can go take a shit. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. The funny thing is, is you put the weights on. Yeah, yeah. Usually, that was, I put them under the door. And I never put them back on the floor. To be fair, when I do put them back on the floor, I'll trip over them then. In that case, it's so fucking annoying. We have such a small room. We need a bigger... You know what we need, babe? A sofa couch. No. Yes. A sofa bed. A sofa couch. That's funny. It's like a couch within a couch. (laughs) What a couch sofa, please. (laughs) You roll it out and turns into another sofa. Yeah. And the the second one you roll out is even bigger. Like, what? How does this happen? I keep bugging Jackie that I want a sofa bed so bad. And she doesn't. She doesn't let me have one, dude. Like, no. I think it, life would be. We'd have so much more room for activities. Kids. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> a futon at least, but I want a legit sofa bed that we have to pull out and you know that no, kind of thing. Oh heck no! That's so like ghetto. That reminds me of like growing up. I think my aunt had one of those. I mean, I had one. You'd sleep over it fine. <laughs> that was a. Those other things. That was a futon. Yeah, a futon. Yeah. That thing was so uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. Yes. I do like groping your boobs and shit and your booty. I do like groping you in the mornings. 
No. Hi. I'm not recording. Babe, tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> Go to sleep. You know what's funny? Um, like for me, like my fantasy is like having you super horny for me. Oh, Where is this going? But for you, your fantasy would be having me super sleepy for you. I think for what? you, your ultimate fantasy is ultimate just sleeping until we never have to wake up again. No. That sounds like a good fantasy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and for me, it's just my feet. I constantly rub your feet, dude. I rub it like hours on end. Yeah, never stop. I would like to return. You know, my feet are itchy as fuck too. You know, I have <laughs> I have athlete's foot too, bro. Like, can you, can I get a little love on that end too? She doesn't return the favor. And I'm not even talking blows off on this one. I'm talking like feet rubbing. But dude. what was the last time you scratched my back? Your, your back your is back. that itchy. Your, your um, back is that itchy. You have perfect skin. How do you skin. know that? Because you have perfect skin. I'm always rubbing your back. I scratch my own back because nobody ever. First of all, I'm always <laughs> rubbing your own back. Bro, bro, what are you talking about? I'm always rubbing your back because I'm always going back there for your bra. So, boom. Thank no, you. No boom. Yeah. Boom goes the dynamite. Okay, guys, we're gonna cut it to an end because Jackie has to poop. She whispered that and hoping I wouldn't repeat it, but I did, so you know. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just what we do here, guys. This is, uh, Toad is. This is how married couples fight in real life. This is what you like, you know? You love this. Just conflict? Yeah. I mean, for the show. Well, for the show, it. I love it. I don't love it in real life. Excuse me? Why do you provoke me all the time? Why do you provoke me? Why do you make me provoke you? What are you talking about? Dude? <laughs> hey, is there anything to eat in the house? I'm hungry. Wendy's? No, I bought you Wendy's. I didn't get um, okay, I guess we're done here. Uh, no. We didn't join in anything in the last. Do you want to say something? Uh, Talk no, shit no. about Jackie, dude. Back me up, bro. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, love. Tell us what you really think. Yeah, <laughs> tell us, lovey. Oh my Back gosh, she's so cool. <laughs> hey, I got nothing, man. Come on. <laughs> don't bring me into this. Jackie talks shit about you all the time, dude. Come yeah, on. I figured. My ears are always burning. I'm like, why? My ears are ringing, burning. Now, all now that. say something about her now. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Say she gave me an ear infection <laughs> from all the burning in my ears. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's one of the funniest things when people are, uh, like, you always see this on Instagram, right? When, like, people are posting, like, oh, this bitch, I'm, you know, whatever, like, they're being shady or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, nine times out of ten, no one's giving a fuck about you. No, even if you, like, wrong somebody, everybody moves on. Nobody's, what True. do you, th- you think people really fucking, hold yeah, hold on, no, they Literally, this is what people say when if somebody wrong. Ah, fuck that bitch. Anyways, what was I doing? <laughs> but it's funny to see that stuff on Instagram. Like, you really fail? <laughs> or whatever. You know, just some somebody doing some random bullshit. Like, this bitch really, really after me or on me. What are you talking about? Who cares about you? <laughs> no one cares about anybody. We're just waiting for our stimulus checks to clear. <laughs> That's it. We're just waiting for All right, y'all. This was kind of fun and kind of awkward. But it's a short one. So hopefully you enjoy listening to it. Um, this has been Snooze and Booze. We had a lot of time recording. We hope you have a lot of fun listening.